Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome Dr. Adam Gower. Hi, Adam. Hello, Mike. You're the Big Mike and I'm the little Adam. (laughs) (laughs) You're the brilliant Adam. How about that? I'll uh, I'll take it. (laughs) Adam is a founder of uh, GowerCrowd.com. It's a platform for uh, sponsors, for folks, for operators to bring their deals and their capital raising into the world of investors. And um, But without further ado, I would rather have you talk about that. So tell cool. us uh, a little bit about your platform. Uh, but before you do that, just tell the audience a little bit about you. Where do you originally hail from? Where do you live? Just a couple of words about you, your family, whatever you'd like to share. All right, I will do. Uh, you didn't quite get it right on what we do. So anybody listening, please hold on for a few minutes. Don't go away just yet. And I'll tell you actually what we do do. My background, uh, whenever people ask me this, Mike, I mean, you've got a funny accent. So whenever people ask me uh, where I'm from, having a funny accent, I always like to tell them I'm from Lubbock, te- Texas, West Texas. And my wife always kicks me under the table because I swear to you, you'd be surprised how many people say, oh, really? <laughs> and then I say, yeah, have you ever been to Lubbock, Texas? And they say no. So I like to say, well, this is how we speak in Lubbock, Texas, right? If you've not been there, now you know. But actually, I'm from uh, Northern England, from Manchester, a uh, very, very long time ago, partway through like pre-industrial revolution, I think I was probably grew up there. Uh, but uh, I came to the States a uh, very long time ago, over 40 years ago, uh, and uh, got involved in multifamily ground-up development, actually, for a family office. So my job was to raise money. So I did all the investor relations, or some of the investor relations. I had a niche audience of investors, raised a lot of money for them, and uh, ended up going to Japan in the 1990s, where I ran a division of Universal Studios, my job was to uh, do all their real estate developments across Asia Pacific. I was Daihyo Torishimari Yakushacho, which means president in Japanese. You can tell I learned a bit of Japanese while I was there. Uh, then I came back, did my own developments. And in uh, 2007, like you very kindly said, either had the brilliance or just the simple dumb luck to sell everything. So I got out of the market right before the crash and uh, was hired by East West Bank, who are a major commercial real estate lender uh, in the run-up uh, to what became the global financial crisis. And my job over there was to find uh, a professional real estate investors who wanted to buy non-performing notes collateralized by real estate. So I did about a billion of those over there, went over to Colony Capital Managed part of a $7 billion uh, distressed note portfolio that they bought with the FDIC. And then in 2012, I started doing seed and angel investing, which is where I learned the language of digital marketing. It was completely foreign language to me. Uh, And when the uh, Jobs Act was passed, realized that this was an opportunity to bring digital marketing or marketing really 
to sponsors who had previously been restricted to only raising money from people they already knew, right? The laws said you had to have a pre-existing relationship. But in 2012, those laws changed. And uh, so now you could advertise, basically. And advertising means you do marketing, right? Whether you pay for advertising or you do it on your own site or in social media posts, whatever. It's basically marketing. So we created gowcrowd.com. And now, so just to be clear what we do, we're not actually a platform. We are a marketing agency. So if you are a sponsor and you want to raise money from accredited investors or any investors, uh, you need a, it's not quite the right word, Mike, but you need a crowdfunding platform. So we will build one of those for you, tailor-made for you, so that you can go out and raise capital from investors. So our clients manage over 35 billion of AUM. And yeah, I gotta be careful what I say. I can I can point to testimonials that say they've raised 300 million. In reality, they probably raised over a billion dollars using our systems from accredited investors, but officially 300 million. That's it. Well, that's a wonderful journey. So there were a lot of great nuggets here. Um, first question, are you uh, a fan of uh, Manchester United? Of course. Who you were going to ask that? Well, I you, am have, Manche- you have to be, right? From there. If you- I am a Manchester City fan. and uh, Manchester City, not Manchester United. I'm sorry. So the big not Manchester. I'm a Manchester City fan. Yes, that is my team of choice. <laughs> Always has been. It's like a religion in Manchester, by the way. You know, I'll tell you something funny. When I came to the States, uh, you know, Manchester City, for those that don't know, playing blue, Manchester United playing red. And there was it was a hard rivalry. Right? And there you'd, you'd have like with the derby when the two teams came together, it was the reds and the blues and we'd swear at each other and whatever. Sometimes there was, you know, chases. Whatever. It was kind of lightweight in Manchester, but that's what we used to do. When I came to the States, I realized that the gangs also are colored, colored, have colors, blue and red, uh, but they have guns. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, it's the is, same that's... as Manchester, but they have the gangs have guns. <laughs> well, uh, I probably feels now like what it used to be when you when when the, the, the fans were um, I don't know if they fight in the streets or not, but uh, it's. Um... Between the red and the blue, the Democrats and Republicans now, they, they get ah. to fight like the, uh, <laughs> the the English soccer fans. How about well, that? yes, that's right. And then we'd also, like. We should stay on real estate, but just anecdotally, I will tell you, whenever soccer came up, you'd say, you'd say well, listen, no politics. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be talking about football. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, It is politics. But, but uh, even football or soccer could be very charged conversation. Uh, oh, the, the, the safe yeah. the safe thing to talk about is the weather, but exactly. just like politics here, talking about uh, being a fan of one team or the other is probably a very very politically charged conversation. <laughs> exactly one. right. All right, let, let's jump to real estate. So I appreciate the clarification. So what you do is a little different. It's not a platform, but it's more of a uh, you build the, uh, the 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 engine for folks to raise capital from a crowd. Um, uh, many folks uh, on the internet. Does this work I- I- as a uh, technology slash marketing uh, engine combined with some? Uh, do you plug in into I don't know one of these 
Juniper Squared or Invest Next platforms, or it's all marketing and then folks just utilize whatever platform they want to use for investor subscriptions. Okay, that's a really good uh, question and uh, an important distinction. So platforms like Juniper Square, IMS, Appfolio, Agora, Investnext, I think. These are what I call back-end platforms. Now, they, frankly, I'll be completely candid, and I don't care if anybody from those companies is listening. I will definitely, I'm definitely happy to debate in a real webinar with you. If you are listening and you do take exception to what I say, they over-promise and under-deliver because they promise... Uh, like customer relationship management software. And it really doesn't work that way. It's not very good for that. I, we've worked with every single platform. They all, for the most part, have substantial weaknesses. And one of the biggest weaknesses is communications, uh, frankly, because CRM. So the way, that I, the way that the best way to describe it is that what those platforms do is they are what I call the back-end system. So this is when a prospect, an investor prospect, has decided that they want to invest. At that point, they step over into the back-end system, right, IMS, Juniper Square, whoever it is, and they enter that ecosystem. And inside that ecosystem, they are, there's, there's, uh, they're, they're compliant for online security. Uh, they can upload documents with social security numbers. Uh, they can uh, review uh, uh, offering documents. They can execute and sign offering documents from a sponsor's perspective. They can um, uh, automate distributions. Uh, they can calculate waterfalls, et cetera, et cetera. That's the back end. It's a secure, actual investment management system. However, to get somebody to invest takes a lot more than just giving them offering documents. Oh my goodness. You got to meet them first, right? Well, like, where are they? You got to find them. Then you've got to entice them. It's the kind of, not quite the right word, but you've got to entice them into wanting to know more about you. Then once they say, yes, I do want to know more about you and they come on board, then you've got to nurture the relationship and develop a relationship with them. Until such point as you do say, I've got a deal. Would you like to invest? And when they say yes, that's when you send them over to the back end system. What we do is everything before they say, yes, I want to invest. Actually, what my company does, Mike, is we do manage the platforms, the IMS and the Juniper Squares for our clients as well, because they are cumbersome to use. Uh so we do we do handle that for our clients as well. But the bulk of our business is in finding, uh, is in attracting prospects and nurturing them until they become active investors. That is the bulk of our work. Once they become an investor, the rest is admin. I appreciate the clarification. It's the, it's a marketing plus a lead job. So you're getting them all the way to be a qualified lead. Uh, and then ultimately, uh, when they're ready to subscribe, then they flow into those platforms. So it's marketing plus a lead job. How long does the process take from a start of the engagement all the way until folks can raise, start raising capital? And do you integrate with existing, most of these CRMs that are out there, active campaign, Salesforce, 
uh, HubSpot, or you build it um, for the client in the platform that they're using, where you basically take them kind of to your green postures where folks have to go with what you recommend because you have great expertise in those CRM platforms. No. So we have great expertise in all CRM platforms. I don't mean to, I'm not kind of exaggerating, but we really do. We do know all of them. Um, and uh, so look, here's the, here's the deal with technology. The biggest mistake we see people making is they buy into tech that promises the world. You can do this and you can do that and you can do the other and this, that and the other. One of the primary culprits of this is HubSpot. Oh my goodness. It promises the world. It's extremely expensive, incredibly difficult to implement, very difficult to use. At HubSpot, as far as I'm concerned, is for Nike right? or Coca-Cola, where you've got hundreds of thousands of employees and spending gazillions of dollars. For small, medium businesses, which is 99% of all real estate sponsors, you need something significantly less expensive and a lot easier to learn and actually use. So what we do is we will talk to you and understand what are, uh, uh, what are your workflows? What are your existing workflows? How do you currently manage investor relations? How do you currently manage acquisitions? Like what, are, what are your internal re um, uh, processes? And how do you like to work? This is where we start. Do you like to make phone calls? Do you like to, do you hate making phone calls? Do you prefer text? Do you not do text? Do you like emails? Like, wh like how, what, what is the best way how do you work and what do you like doing the best? Then we build something that suits you, not the other way around and say, here's a system. Okay, you've got to fit into this mold, right? Irrespective of how you usually work. Don't do that. We look at how you work, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and then we build something that accommodates that. So that might mean that we migrate you from an existing uh, active campaign to convert kit. I personally like convert kit. It's exceptionally good. It's it's it has some really good logic funnels. It's easy to use, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It has the highest deliverability rate. I and mean, we won't get too much into the weeds, but we'll look at what you've got. Most times people are dissatisfied, don't really use it, don't really know the full capabilities of, of what CRM can do customer relationship management tools, CRM, what they can do, or ESPs, email service providers. They're not really familiar, so they don't really use it. So we will migrate them from that, build systems around it, and sh show them how to use it without getting into the technical details. Because nobody, no, no real estate in invest a sponsor needs to really know they don't need to know the technical. Why would you need to know? You don't need to know how a car runs. You just need to know that it runs and it's going to get you from A to B. So we will build something tailored for you. The other thing that we do as well, Mike, is that a lot of our clients end up, um, well, I wouldn't say a lot, so that would be uh, inaccurate. Some of our clients are able, discover they are able to scale dramatically. So they might go from bringing in uh, you know, half a dozen leads a month and with our systems and marketing, suddenly they go to 10 to 20 leads a day. 
So suddenly you go from being manageable to being incredibly difficult, actually, to manage that kind of lead generation. So for those companies that are scaling really dramatically and very quickly, we will then build sophisticated workflow processes for their teams so that their teams are able to stay on top of all the leads and not let people fall through the gaps, which can happen when you get that kind of uh, lead velocity. It's easy to lose track of prospects. So we, we then build advanced workflow management systems that, again, are really, really easy to use, require very little training, um, and uh, increase productivity and conversions. Yeah, and I appreciate the clarification. That makes a lot of sense. The The workflow is obviously critical. Uh, in your experience, I just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this. Uh, most investors don't take action on the first touch point. They take, they take action on, what is it called, seventh touch point. Sometimes it's, you know, it's a tenth touch point. So besides the technical implementation of the workflows and um, uh, these follow-up campaigns, do you also uh, help your clients to develop uh, strategies? Because different folks have different product. Um, they, they offer different things. Some folks will do stories. Some folks will do multifamily. Some folks may do something else. But the, the bigger issue is that is it social media purely, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, X, whatever they, they prefer to use, maybe bigger pockets. Do you basically help them develop um, strategy and implementation, or it's just more of a technical and then they, because the way I would think is folks who reach out to you, they're probably struggling somewhere. They, they, they need either change or they need enhancement or they want to grow and scale. So they probably need just as much marketing strategy as uh, implementation and the uh, follow-up uh, platforms to to get uh, to build what I what, what I what I know or at least I, I call it ace authority credibility expertise, and then get them to connect and know like and trust you. Okay, that's that's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that. So, what I just described about the tech side of it, right? The kind of daily administration of everything, the, the building the lead generation machine, you've used the engine, I mean, you've used the term engine, it's an engine, like a flywheel. It just runs on autopilot, delivers automated emails when people sign up, it automatically posts on social media. It's an automated machine. Uh, and that starts to drive a trickle of investors. The next step, though, is marketing. And that's what you're talking about actual paid mark paid and unpaid marketing so the first thing we do is we build the machine right that's what we build forgive me for saying it, the mousetrap right they have a crass term that's what it is so we build that first there's no point really doing marketing until you've got a really effective um lead generation machine in place because although you can do marketing it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more to get a lead, and then to convert them if you have to then subsequently do all the heavy lifting of the nurture. If you've got to get on a call and explain from, you know, on the first contact who you are, what your background is, why you like it, why you like this asset class, what are the chat. If you've got to do that, it's, it's going to take you forever. It's going to be costly and time-consuming. So we put all that, we automate that whole nurturing sequence. That's our first step. And that was the tech we talked about. 
The second thing, once you've got the platform up, is you now you've got to drive traffic to it. It will draw attention, but only a trickle. So now you've got to start doing marketing. I'll give you some very specific numbers. So what we do is we then engage uh, for our clients in paid advertising. That could be Facebook, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, right? There's all kinds. We do um, we do sponsored email marketing. That is not buying lists and blasting. Never, ever do that. Never even try to do it. It's a waste of time and money. Um, and we also uh, do free marketing. So like getting on podcasts, for example, that's kind of the kind of your, your marketing package. So we manage that. That is what dr now drives traffic to your lead generation machine that brings people in and it allows them, if you do it properly, to learn who you are by looking and uh, to learn, as they say, to know, like, and trust you by looking at, at their phone, at your website, or on a website, at your website, on a PC, whatever. They get to, they can know, like, and trust you by looking at everything that they've made. So that's the marketing strategy. And that's really the fun part of the process, right? Building the machine is one thing, but now you want to go for a drive. Right. You go for a drive by doing the marketing. Now, the next thing that we do, uh, and you talk, use the term strategy, is this is where... We um, really are high skill is here. I mean, everything we do is best of class, but where we really separate ourselves is uh, investor relations. So we work with uh, t uh, investor relations professionals, with teams uh, to assist them in optimizing, maximizing the conversions. That could mean, that could include uh, email sequences, it could include uh, telephone scripts. Uh, and at an even higher level, what we find we do fairly frequently is we discuss corporate strategy uh, with our clients. So for example, I, I was on a call this morning with a client who is wondering whether or not to do a 506B, 506C, Reg A or Reg CF. So these are the, if you don't, if the one person doesn't know, these are the different ways you are permitted to raise money online. They're all legal terms and they all come with different marketing implications. So we talk through those. The other thing that we do fairly frequently is discuss waterfall structure uh, and what is the optimal type of waterfall to use uh, when trying to raise capital, depending on what kind of asset class you're using or what your business strategy is what are your business plans whenever you do a deal so what whatever that structure is uh, there is an optimal way uh, waterfall a uh, way of reimbursing or, or rewarding your investors for their trust in you um to uh, and we will work on those as well so that's really high level strategic conversations that we have with sponsors i enjoy those actually uh, the most uh, because they are pivotal and uh, they are the DNA of how a deal is put together. And they will really have a big impact, probably bigger impact than anything else on whether or not you raise money. Oh, obviously, the deal quality, assuming Ceteris Paribus on the deals, but deal structure is also what will drive investor decisions. Yeah, and I appreciate the clarification. So you, you get involved with the deal structuring and design in essence, uh, and then marketing as the next step, marketing strategy, and then the machine, that the engine that kind of drives 
uh, all the conversion and, and support with investor relations and actually getting folks to write the check. So I, I appreciate it. it's a full life cycle. It's kind of from, from A to Z uh, of the capital raising. Mm-hmm. How would folks uh, reach out to you? Um, what's the best way to uh, get a hold of you uh, and start working with you? Thank you. So uh, really the best way is to go to gowercrowd.com. That's my last name, G-O-W-E-R, crowd.com. And uh, there's a big red button there that says subscribe. I send out a weekly newsletter uh, and uh, sign up for that. You'll get an email from me probably Wednesday or Thursday each week with the latest news on what's going on in real estate syndication world and some usually some educational materials as well. Uh, you can always reply to that. That's the best way to, to find me. Yeah, I appreciate your sharing. Uh, this was great. And um, like many other things, go- good things must come to an end. So does this episode. So I appreciate your wisdom. And uh, gowercrowd.com is the best way to reach out. Thank you again. And uh, looking forward to keep chatting. It was, this was very uh, helpful, educational. And we have to do maybe another episode to talk about latest and greatest in real estate. We're dealing with a very dynamic environment. It'd be great to talk about that, but we're out of time on this episode. So perhaps next time. I'd love to do that. Thank you for having me, Mike. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.